are tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and Creative Foundations, employing individuals with disabilities. Now your hosts, Sam Dunham, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, and Josh Harrison. Hey, welcome to the Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that covers everything from asparagus to zucchini. I'm Josh. I'm Sam. I'm Samantha. And I'm Cody. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to get to some news here in a minute, but as always, we're going to do some uh, things we've been checking out. Well, I, I had a uh, fun adventure with the PlayStation Store when I tried to pre-order the new King's Quest the other day. You know, the the pre-order system on PlayStation 4, they they promise that you can preload the game and then play it at midnight when it comes out, which I was pretty stoked. I mean, it's a new King's Quest. There hasn't been one in like 18 years. So I'm like, I'm going to get on that. I'm going to pre-order it. I'm going to play it at midnight. Midnight rolls around. Nothing. It won't run. All it says is it needs an update that doesn't exist. So before I could play this game, I was really excited to play. I had to wait until it was like 8 or 9 o'clock the next day for them to update the PlayStation Store so it could fix this bug. Oh, wow. It was a, it really stunk because they're telling, you know, they're promising you can play it at midnight. 9 o'clock the next day is not midnight. <laughs> that is a real bummer. It's not the first time it's happened either. Yeah. Just about every episodic game that they've released, that has happened on. Uh, Life is Strange, that Resident Evil game, probably the Telltale stuff. Even a couple non-episodic games that happened to, I think, uh, Grim Fandango when it came out. The remastered one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the uh, even Street Fighter, their beta, oh, that yeah. was oh, like... Oh, yeah, that turned into a just a mess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I I would caution against pre-ordering games on the PlayStation Store if you were expecting to play them at midnight. <laughs> Like, had I just bought it regular, I could have played it. If I would have just bought it at midnight, I, I could have played it after it downloaded because there wasn't a bug there. Oh, wow. That's really awkward. Yeah, but the game's great. <laughs> okay, good. When I did get to play the game, it is really, really good. It harkens back to the original, like, adventure game while still modernizing it enough to where it's somewhere between a real adventure game and a telltale game. Okay. So there's actual puzzles, like real honest-to-God use inventory items on things puzzles. But also there's, a lot, you know, the the great storytelling and the, you know, the quick time events that make you feel like you're more part of what's going on. It's honestly better than the things Telltale's been doing recently because they've been really resting on their laurels at Telltale. Because everything they made recently is all kind of the same and they're not innovating and they're not pushing the the genre forward like like this game or life is strange is hmm. which is another fantastic game yeah square enix did that one yeah which had a new episode drop just the other day i've not played it yet but <laughs> the other thing is this king's quest game looks great it's it's beautiful oh good you know what it kind of kind of reminds me of those weird games from that french guy French guy. Eric Chahi? I think so. That, with the really good animation. Yeah, Eric Chahi, like Out of This World. Yeah. Yeah. How yes. did I know that name? <laughs> Game Grumps. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Oh, what is the thing that the big alien guy says? Mike Aruba. Mike Aruba. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that, like a modern update to that. Um, but it looks great. Kind of reminds me of um, a good Dragon's Lair. Okay. That part. It's like it kind of looks like like a Don Bluth. Oh wow. Style thing. I Even- really do love Dragon's Lair. As cheesy and horrible as they are. It's, it's really good. It's it's better than I would have thought. I figured, you know, it'd be kind of an okay nostalgia-fueled cash-in, mm-hmm. especially because it's an Activision-published mm. game. Yeah, it sounds like their bag. But it's actually, it's really, really good. And it's funny, too. The writing is really good. And you the, get Christopher Lloyd, too. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Lloyd is the voice of the old King Graham. It's all like a frame story, like... King Graham is telling his granddaughter stories of his past adventures. Oh, okay. So you've got this framing over top of what's going on, which they use really cleverly, too. Like, like if you die, because you could die a lot in the old King's Quest, he'll go, oh, wait, that's, you know, that's not actually what happened. Or that's what, ha- <laughs> that's what would have happened if I would have did this. And then uh. it restarts you back at where you were. Instead of, like, in the old King's Quest, when they just give you the middle finger and be like, hope you saved your game. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people are complaining about him being a weenie. Who, Graham? Yeah. He's just a kid in this one, He's a though. teenager. There's yeah. no teenager alive that's not a weenie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you don't, you're not born, you know, awesome. awesome. Yeah, Sir Graham, Knight of Daventry. Yeah, he's got to start somewhere, and he's a little excitable little weenie in this game, and it's funny. <laughs> the cape animation is really good. They must have spent a long time on his cape because it looks real nice. <laughs> of all the things to spend a lot yeah. of time on. The, the voice acting cast is all really good, too. With Christopher Lloyd, um, Zelda Williams. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The guy from Princess Bride that says inconceivable. I can't remember what his name is. Oh, what is his name? I knew if I saw it. As soon as I hear it, I'm going to know it. Yeah, it's one of those. And it's uh, like, I can't think of it. He was T-Rex in, in uh, uh, Toy Story. Yeah. He's like this short little night guy. Oh. Wallace, Wallace. Sean. Wallace. Yes! Wallace Sean. Man, I knew it. <laughs> it's amazing how you knew that off the top of your head. Yeah, well, what can you do? <laughs> like a steel trap. And it's it's episodic, but the first episode is six, like a good six hours of gameplay, I've heard. Oh, wow. Which is amazing for, like, usually episodic games, you get an hour and a half at, at the most. Right. Yeah. But this is a full, like, six-hour, like, thing for 10 bucks. Okay. 40 bucks for the whole series. So it, I guess it was worth the wait. But it seems like there's a lot of different ways you can solve the puzzles, too. Yeah. It's yeah. There's there's different solutions to all the puzzles too. Um, there was I don't want to spoil it though, but it's hard to talk about the different solutions without telling you one. But the one of the missions you have to get an eye from a ferocious beast, and I did this by helping or giving making a pie for a troll, <laughs> <laughs> and and the troll gave me a thing to call him during the ceremony where everybody showed off the ferocious disgusting eye they found. I blew the horn and the troll came in and said, hey, how's this for an eye? <laughs> but there was obviously other ways I could have went about that because they give you one gold coin to spend on something in the town and there's different items you could have got. So mm. there's obviously going to be different puzzles to get different eyes. Gotcha. Okay. Which I'm sure what you do will have an effect on what happens later in the story too. Right. The fact that you didn't murder the troll. Yeah. Or some other monster. 
but it, it's it's really good, and I'll bet it's only going to get better as it goes too. One can hope. I've seen a lot of criticism about <laughs> his walking speed, which I think is fine. It's an adventure game. You're not bolting around <laughs> like you're supposed to. You know, drink it in. Look at the the really nice scenery. No, no, Cody, yeah. you gotta go fast. Relax. It's a gotta... relaxing thing. Like, it's not an not an action game, which. Polygon gave it a 6.5. Huh. Which is nuts. I've been really not agreeing with them lately. After that, and then they also gave Arkham Knight a 10 out of 10, which Arkham Knight is a fantastic game, but it's not perfect. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I'm eating up all the time. Well, uh, I was I was catching up on what? some comic books that I had sitting around that I had not read. Okay. Uh, I finished uh, Archie versus the Predator. It's weird. It just sounds like a thing that shouldn't be real, but it is. It exists. Oh, no, the Archie versus Sharknado is worse. It's written, <laughs> it's written terribly, but I think it's written terribly on purpose. Oh, sure. I mean, it's a Sharknado. Of course it's yeah. written terribly. Oh, yeah. And I think that's the point, actually. And they make references to the first two Sharknados. So the first two Sharknados exist within the same universe as Archie, according to this book. Uh, Archie playing fast and loose with the continuity. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, the Predator was is good, violent. Like the first book didn't really get violent to like the very very end, and you see like half a panel of maybe somebody's skull. Second book, right out the gate, boom. And it's drawn in that like standard uh, Archie style, the Archie like yeah. the Dan Parent style. Yeah. yeah. So it's like super like cartoony, deformed kind of looking yeah. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then spines and oh yeah, horrible stuff. things, heads heads explosions. Uh, there's stuff I could talk about, but it would kind of spoil some of the stuff. Mm. Um, it seems like you've seen some things. I have seen some things. <laughs> and apparently nothing really phases Jughead as long as there's food. <laughs> Sounds about right. Cheeseburgers. Like, or cake. <laughs> there's a part where uh, somebody gets killed and like the blood sprays all over uh, all over Veronica. And she like looks at Betty and she's like, how come I'm the only one that ever gets blood poured on them? <laughs> You're always clean. <laughs> uh, that one was weird. Uh, Sharknado and Archie was weird. Like, it, it frames up one whole story, but it's a number one. So it was like, I don't know if each book could be a different Sharknado event. I, I don't know. It wasn't just a one shot? No, it says number one right on it. Ongoing series. Yeah, I hope not. Archie's going to be like, I'm tired of all these Sharknados. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is. <laughs> I still haven't seen two or three. I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen the third one. It just came out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I got caught up on it like all my Star Wars stuff. Oh, that's cool. The last Star Wars one and the last Vader one actually intersect at the ending. It, they do it really, really well. Like Boba Fett comes to Vader in Star Wars and talks about the thing he did. And then like Vader's sitting there and like the glasses breaks, of, like cracks of his, of his anger. And then um, at the end of Vader, it does the same scene, a couple of different angles. But then you see some of, like, Vader's, like, inner monologue and stuff. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. It was really, really well done. It, they're definitely proving that their Star Wars books are amazing. And why I keep getting them. <laughs> Princess Leia is done after her, like, five-issue run. And it, like, links up to where, like, one of the scenes in Star Wars where, like, they're, like, Luke, Han, and Leia are, like, basically, like, kind of palling around together. Mm. And then it kind of goes from there. And then, because that series is done now, Lando number one has come out. And it's before Lando gets 
Cloud City. Cloud City. Yeah. Yeah, the Lando book is really good. I read that one. Yeah, I enjoy. I enjoyed it. Um, some bad times are gonna come for Lando. Yeah. <laughs> Super bad times. I just like him hanging out with Lobot. Yeah, it's kind of scheming. Weird. Yeah, like uh, it's kind of like it's like a it's like a um, it's like a heist movie with the Lando book. Okay. And and Lobot is basically like his his best buddy, which is weird because in the movie you get the idea that Lobot's just kind of a robot, robot man with a human face. But no, he is a human that had the Empire put implants in his head so he can run battlefield calculations. Yeah, he's a real good hacker guy. Yeah, okay. And now he's and now he's using that for not necessarily good. Criminal intent. For criminal intent. <laughs> and uh, no, it, it's pretty good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, Kane and the Last Padawan is eh, it's getting interesting. It's, it's still uh, Kane as a child kind of running away from the Clone War. After Order sixty six, hmm. and just the various things happening to him, and clone troopers that he used to run around with are now like searching for him. But uh, it's not bad. I have not got a chance to read Archie number one yet. Okay, the reboot. Yeah, I haven't picked that one up yet. I need to. I'm curious. Yeah, I, like I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't cracked it open yet. Yeah. See, I like everything Mark Wade has done in the past. Mm-hmm. He's primarily been a superhero writer, yeah. though, and uh, I'm a huge fan of Fiona Staples' art. It's, it's, it is really weird, though, like seeing an Archie book where the art style is so different. Yeah, uh, more realistic. Yeah, like Archie was like almost unrecognizable. Yeah, from the previews I've seen. Oh, uh, I read all of Spider-Gwen. Cool. It's only five issues, which I thought it was going to be longer. My phone is haunted. <laughs> it's vibrating for no reason. There's no, I'm not getting any texts or anything, and it's just vibrating on its own. Sorry. Sorry. Spider-Gwen was only like five issues, which is a little sad because I was really, really enjoying it. Like the, the art style is really interesting. The, the the take on their world is really interesting, or her world. Like some things haven't happened yet. Like Ben Grimm's running around as a beat cop. Uh, Frank Castle is not the Punisher. He's a, he's a detective. Oh, okay. Or he's like a captain. He's like a police captain. And he's kind of a, he, he's Frank Castle. But his art, he's, like, drawn really big and really kind of wide, really square-jawed kind of guy. But uh, he at one point, he does don his skull T-shirt, <laughs> uh, trying to apprehend the, the Spider-Woman. It seems like... Oh, and Matt Murdock is a bad guy. Huh. Uh, he's basically the, the, the Wesley character from the Daredevil TV series. He's kind of like Kingpin's right-hand man. Okay. And I can see how they can make that jump with the character... Yeah, I mean, he's still a lawyer. He's still blind. But, uh, yeah, he's kind of like Kingpin's number one dude. Okay. Uh, uh, Felicia Harding is a pop star. (laughs) And her group is called Felicia Harding and the Black Cats. But apparently she was a French thief. And her dad was a thief. He was the original Black Cat. But uh, Matt Murdock killed him. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, seeking revenge or something. It's... Kind of crazy. She also looks completely different. Like, she's not the regular Felicia Harding. She's not blonde. and She's, like, really dark. Huh. Hmm. Like, uh, I'm not exactly sure what nationality she's supposed to be. Um, I'd buy a spinoff book of that <laughs> concept. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> with, with the end of Spider-Gwen, it bleeds over into the Secret Wars event that's going on. Oh, okay. Into the Secret Wars Spider-Verse. Bummer. Eh, it's interesting. Um, I got those ones. I still, to this day, can't get over how great that costume design is for oh, Spider-Man. Oh, right? It's a really so nice. good. Yeah. 
But the the, the I got into the, the Secret Wars Spider-Verse stuff, and it's it's weird because it's it's happening like everything's everything is bleeding together at once, and nobody really has memories. At least as far as the Spider People go, no one has memories of the previous events. Like the other Spider Peoples from the other Spider Verse are coming together into one place, and no one has memories of their own world other than vague memories, memories of their alternate versions of themselves. Like uh, Gwen starts talking about how she goes, I don't know really know what happened, but this v- world's version of me is dead. And then she's working at Oscorp. She goes, and I'm working for the man who possibly killed me? Yeah, that's kind of a running theme with the um, Secret Wars books because they're all on the same yeah. planet or plane and they all kind of have fragmented memories. Some have a little more than others. Yeah. Like like uh, the the Indian Spider-Man uh, is he basically kind of leading the charge with the group because he's able to track everyone. Like uh, um, Spider-Man UK shows up, Noir shows up. So far, I've not actually seen the original Peter. Everyone's talking about how Spider-Man disappeared years ago. Mm. At one point, because uh, Osborne is mayor of New York, he's making making a statement about these two events that happened the night before. And people are like, well, what about reports of Spider-Man? And he's like, he's like, Spider-Man has has not been seen. It's all been Oscorp security, you know. So I'm sorry, but Spider-Man and Elvis are not back. You know, Doom bless New York, Doom bless America. Right, because Doctor Doom is like the main guy. He's the somehow I haven't been following. He created the universe. Yeah, I haven't been following Secret Wars that closely, but I do know from some of the other books that I've read that Doctor Doom has somehow gained the ability to completely warp reality and put all of these weird disparate parts into one giant battle world style kind of mm-hmm. planet. Yeah, he, he's essentially, he, he's become a god. He's finally achieved his dream and become an, an omnipotent being. It seems dumb to be blunt. Well, it's a easy way for them to shunt all of the different various non-essential Marvel lines into the main continuity. Yeah. That's all it is. I mean, I read the first two A-forces, and I'm like, this is kind of stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Here's all these characters you like, but they're not the same, and everything's different, and I don't... It's just kind of dumb. I think (laughs) by the end of it, people will probably have their memories back. Oh, yeah. Everything will be back to the status quo, but... Ish. Or they'll get... They'll have memories that make all the different changes make sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They'll be like, oh, okay, yeah. Miles Morales has always been the second Spider-Man and this, that, and the other. Yeah. It's a big piece of tape to yeah. kind of fix some of the plot holes in the Marvel Universe. Which are many. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. Um, I'll probably keep going with the Spider-Verse stuff. If not for anything, but for Gwen. Yeah. Because I really enjoy Spider-Gwen. And I just I really enjoy her style, and I love the fact they're keeping the same writers for when she gets her new number one. And yeah, that's I'm gonna quit ranting about comic books because that's essentially that's it for me. That's what the show's for. <laughs> <laughs> Though they are coming out in the new series, and I really I'm gonna really be interested. It's called Spidey, and it's all about teenage Peter Parker. <laughs> it's in continuity. Yes, it's in continuity with, and it's an all ages book. Yes, huh. and it's gonna focus primarily on Peter being in high school. Right. Because the first, the the original run of Spider-Man, the Amazing Spider-Man, was thirty issues in high school, mm-hmm. something like that. Something like of that. Like the first seven hundred whatever issues of Spider-Man there were, but they they want to focus on that. I mean, yeah, they told a lot of stories back in the day, but they want to focus more on everything that's going on. I mean, he's got his classic costume and everything. 
they might as well call it the untold tales of Spider-Man yeah. and just go from there because that's what it is. Yeah, it's essentially what it is. Yeah, it's stories that happen within the continuity, within the universe that... Between classic issues 28 and 29, these yeah. books kind of fit in, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. They need. They just need to do more all-ages comics. Of course. Always. So kids can buy comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. Um, I could definitely see where some books are... are probably not good for kids oh yeah no <laughs> but with all the new movies and stuff and all the kids that are way into superheroes now why not give them some comics that they can read oh i know yeah you know make new fans more than more than the what are the the, the itsy bitsies or whatever they're called i think some of the archie stuff is done or mask itty bitty i can't remember the like tiny titans stuff yeah, not so much like tiny titans but like i've seen stuff for like it's mostly like in the kids section of like say like pack rat or something. They're called like the itty bitties, and it's always like really cartoony, almost like X baby style art. Yeah, um, I think both for like other characters like the mask and Hellboy and. It is the art Balthazar. It's the Tiny Titans guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Balthazar and Franco, who are cool dudes. I met him at a con a couple years ago. It, it's just it's surprising how meager the amount of all ages comics that the big two publishers do like like they don't do squat hardly dc does like a crappy scooby-doo book well it's not crappy it's all right but i don't know well they have the teen titans go book yeah they have a superman family book i believe they did i don't know if it's still going or not i know they well they're going to start the dc girls line and that's uh all ages yeah that looks like it'll be interesting I, i really like the art style on that yeah I don't know. It's just nuts they don't cater to kids more. It's almost like they've forgotten their roots. Yeah, exactly. Well, they haven't forgotten their roots. They know that they're looking at the short term. They know that the old reader from when they were kids are now the ones with the money. And they're more likely to get more sales in the short term from 35, 40-year-old dudes than with, you know, young boys and girls. No, it's I mean, sad, but it's how it is. I understand that makes sense. But at the same time, I think they, sh- they should understand that these old readerships are now having children. Yeah. And want to pass on their love of comics to the next generation. Well, the next generation's comics are movies. Yeah, I guess. As, as our age group bracket of readers kind of age out of comics slowly but surely, it's becoming very clear that the big two... Mm-hmm. And I mean, to a lesser extent, your images and your other comic companies. Dark Horse. Yeah. Well, Dark Horse. Well, it's never been really for kids. Dark no. Horse is really not a factor anymore, to be honest. Now that they don't have Star Wars, they yeah. really don't have anything. True. Anyway, it's become apparent that comic companies are really just intellectual property placeholders. They're just places that they can keep the IPs going. They're movie until farms. <laughs> they're movie farms. Exactly. That's exactly it. It's very clear that that's what they're doing because... You can see the comics being geared more towards the movies. And, and they, you can it's an see... easy way for them to find out what works and what doesn't without yeah. making a movie. Exactly. And it gives them information to pull movie storylines from. Any movie storyline that they're pulling now are all from comics that have come out 10 5, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, I know, I know. It's all stuff that the people who are making these decisions to make these movies read as a kid. Yeah. Very much so with DC. So I was talking about that with Steven Universe the other day, or maybe it was Clarence, I don't know. But it's weird to see the people that our age are making things like this now, 
and they constantly make references that we get (laughs) because we're the same age as the people making it. You ever notice that, like, in Steven's room, Steven has a GameCube and a Nintendo 64? Yeah, and you can see, you can, like, the games he has are real game box arts. Like, he has the Animal Crossing. Uh, Speaking of Animal Crossing, uh, Greg Universe in his van has a flyer for K.K. Slider. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, the the, the guitar-playing dog. You know what? I think I've noticed that before. Mm Mm-hmm. But in in the opening to Clarence, I I paused it for a second and I realized that d- there's a a broken TV with two dolls inside, and the doll on the left is Cynthia from Rugrats. Oh wow, is it? Yeah, it's very like it's not exactly, but you could that's, pretty darn close. Yeah, I've never watched Clarence. I've I've thought about it. I like it. It's like weirdly nostalgic, and it's just it and kind of cute. Like it's not it's not amazing, but it's worth watching. I've been kind of going back and watching Gumball. Gumball's okay. It's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a long time. Well, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about some news. Nerd Overload is brought to you in part by Replays, gameware, movies, and more. Replays is the place for all your gaming needs, from retro up through current-gen systems and accessories. They even have a free customer rewards program. Mount Vernon Avenue, Marion, across from the Marion Plaza, 751-4072, or online at facebook.com slash replaysmarion. Nerd Overload is sponsored in part by Creative Foundations. Hi, my name is Robert. Hi, my name is Amber. Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm Jimmy, and I work at Creative Foundations. A store that employs people with developmental disabilities. We have four locations. Delaware, Mount Vernon, Marysville, and Urbana. Our website is creativefoundations.org. Find us on Facebook. slam and welcome back to the show that was the space jam theme song by quad city djs yes uh we have a little bit of news to go with that but first we were talking about this and we uh were wondering if the old original space jam website was up and as it turns out 
It is. It is. It still exists from what, like 1996? 96, yeah. Yeah, it's still on it the internet. It is up with all of its spinning gifts and terrible backgrounds and like bright red on black backgrounds and it's awful to look out. But while we were trolling it, we found a quiz. We're going to take this Space Jam quiz. From from 1996. From 1996. Hey, that's, that's when I actually had sports knowledge. Hey, I guarantee that will have nothing to do with this quiz. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Oh my God, does that gift spit? That button spin when you? No, it always spins. It always spins. I thought maybe it was spinning because you were mousing over it, but it's that just... gif. That gif has been spinning since 1996, my friend. <laughs> Perpetual motion. Here we go. We could power everything through gifts. Okay, question one: What rival calls bugs a long-eared galoot? Uh, that has to be a Yosemite Sam. Okay. Hey, that's right. Yeah, with the power of HTML. Question <laughs> two: How old is Bugs Bunny in 1996? <laughs> oh, some serious math. Yeah. I'll say the the Bug, Bugs Bunny like anniversary just uh, happened the other day too. Right. Oh man. Well, the the choices are A 56, B 37, C 88, or D 91. I have a guess it's 56, because yeah. 56 and, As of and 96. 96. So, yeah, all right, probably. we'll try it. Hey, Ooh, that's right. right. It's pretty old to be playing basketball. Yeah, oh, I don't want to break did, a rabbit hip. I think they make a reference to, like, Michael Jordan or something, because he'd been retired and come oh. back at that point. Yeah. Who provided the first voice for Bugs Bunny? A, Fritz Fre- Freeling. Fr- Fritz Freeling. B, Michael Maltese. C, Mel Blanc. Or D, Frank Oz. And we can read... This is just incredibly difficult. It's barely legible. Yeah, it's yellow text on a red background. On like a bright red background. It's Full demons. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the monsters. <laughs> they look like demons. Yeah, it kind of well, does look like a kinda. demon. Okay. <laughs> It'd be So I know the answer, but I, I want to yeah. see what you guys know. Yeah, I know I know it. Mel Blanc? Yes. Okay. The answer is C Mel Blanc. It is Mel Blanc. That's what I thought. Yeah. He was always the voice. Question of broken broken gif. Broken image. I don't know which one this is now. What is the name of the first Bugs Bunny cartoon? A. A wild hare. B. Bugs Bunny gets the gets the Boyd. The Boyd. I thought it said raid, but the, yeah, it's get Boyd. The Boyd. Like the Noid, you know, <laughs> a pizza rabbit from Pizza Hut. <laughs> C. Stage door cartoon or D. Hair tonic. Oh, it's not hair tonic. I've seen that one. So. Probably a, a, mat, a wild hair. Yeah, that's my guess. That would be my guess as well. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, right. Here we go. What two characters were created before Bugs Bunny? Do we have Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam, Porky Pig and Daffy Duck, Sylvester and Tweety, or Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote? This one's tough. I, I think I know this one. I think I know this one too. Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam? I think it's B. But let's see what happens when you get it wrong. Yeah. We'll try Elmer Fudd <laughs> yeah, and Yosemite Sam. I think it's Sam. Porky Pig For the and record, Daffy Duck. Yeah, I think it's Porky Pig and Daffy Duck, too. Wrong. wrong. Oh, we got to go back and try it again. We got to go back and try again. Okay. So, Porky Pig and Daffy Duck. Hey, that's it. I'm surprised huh. there's not a MIDI file playing. Of, uh, uh, me, too. Although <laughs> The Space would, Jam theme. Yeah. Question six. What is printed on Wile E. Coyote's business card? Oh, it's... Uh... Hunter Extraordinaire, Rabbit Hunter, and Roadrunner Killer... <laughs> just while the coyote while i think that was a typo or while e coyote genius while e coyote genius i have i have issue with these answers okay 
Shouldn't it be Wile E. Coyote super genius? It should be super genius, but I think it, I think it is genius. Yeah, that, that's the one they want you to pick, but it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Not even the Space Jam website knows their own knowledge. Uh, oh, oh broken page. Guess, oh, the, guess, guess the quiz, the quiz is, is over. over. <laughs> Try it one more time. Why would that part be broken? I don't know. Well, oh, and the quiz has gone all the way back. It's to already the gone back to number one. I don't, I'm not doing that again. Okay. Uh, well, so there you go. That ate five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we didn't just do this for our own entertainment, but it was fun. Although it was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, there is news that a Space Jam Two is closer to being a reality than we might think, starring Ohio's own LeBron James. How does that make you feel? <laughs> that is. Glad that he's back in Cleveland. No, like no, that he's like in Space, space Jam. Jam. How do you feel about him replacing Michael Jordan in the Space Jams? I feel like it has no cultural impact on the world as it is right now, because it'll be marketed for kids, and I guarantee you, most kids do not know who the Looney Tunes are. Nor <laughs> and that is sad. That's and, a good point. And nor care. Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, they had a fairly successful show on the Cartoon Network recently. Yeah. And it wasn't terrible. I mean, it wasn't great and it was really different, but it was okay. <laughs> right. And there's really no reason for this movie. It can be argued that there was no reason for any movie ever, I guess, but at least with the first Space Jam, they were based off of a McDonald's commercial. It was Bugs Bunny playing one-on-one with Michael Jordan for Big Macs or something like that. So at least there was kind of a th- impetus behind it space jam 2 this is just a money grab oh yeah you could argue so was the original space jam (laughs) wow yes but the original space jam had bill murray in it true i don't think he'd do space jam 2 i don't know i don't know maybe we'll get brian doyle murray (laughs) but does that mean lebron james is the is the brian doyle murray to uh Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know what? I did. I never. I never thought about it until now. But I think it's accurate. <laughs> but no, I think it might actually do a little better than what we're thinking. It's still going to be. You know, it's going to be uh, for kids, and it's not going to be very good. But LeBron James was in that movie Trainwreck that just came out, and all reviews that I've read have said that he has done a surprisingly good job at acting for being a sportsman. Yeah. Not even for that. Just it. He's funny. He's actually able to read lines and sound like he's delivering them and not just reading them off of a cue card. And God knows Michael Jordan couldn't in oh, Space Jam. Oh, man, he was awful. <laughs> Everyone else was acting around Michael Jordan. They might as well have had a cardboard cutout <laughs> out of, Michael Jordan. of Michael Jordan. Wait, they didn't for that scene where his arm stretches really, really long? Oh, that was that was mid-90s CGI, dude. <laughs> oh, man. And oh, that. now, now that's, just a, that's, just, that's just an iPhone with a panoramic malfunction. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, shoot. I mean, remember Wayne Knight when they blew him up with air? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I forgot about Wayne Knight being in Space Jam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> other, than Bill, other than Bill Murray and Michael Jordan, he was the only other live-action character in the Toon world. Now, my question is, will Charles Barkley make a return? Oh, I would hope so. I don't think he's doing much these days. No, he's like a sports commentator now. Not yeah. even a good one. Yeah. No. Oh, no. <laughs> What about the will, other? What will about the Michael other? Jordan make a return? As long as there's Haynes, there's yeah. Michael Jordan. 
if you wear them, he will come. They'll put a bunch of Hanes on set and he'll just appear. <laughs> now, what kind of story could we see from Space Jam 2? We're not going to see the Monstars again, right? I, I feel like you'd have to. Or, or something or, similar. Or new Monstars. They're back again and they want a rematch. And but that's the, the but they were good guys at the end, though. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but maybe the descendant of What's-His-Face comes back. It's Danny like, DeVito? No. Well, the monster. No, it's just Danny DeVito. <laughs> Space Danny DeVito. Space DeVito. <laughs> Frank Reynolds. <laughs> My ham. <laughs> well, we'll just get Charlie Day doing all the voices of the monsters. I, that'd be fine with me. Yeah, that'd actually be, yeah, yeah. yeah, that'd be pretty good. I don't know. I mean, it is it is a cash grab. Any movie where you have like pseudo famous sports people in it oh they're not that's not pseudo he is a famous oh, sports yeah, yeah, person okay sorry he's uh, a famous sportsman and cartoon characters that have devolved to nothing but icons on t-shirts on that t-shirts. you won't buy from yeah. walmart yeah <laughs> as sad as it is that's that's what the looney tunes are they're they're things to put on shirts and that's all that really do you guys remember wb stores i was just going yes. to bring up the wb stores those were cool. Yeah. Like the like for people who may be too young, WB stores were like the Disney store. But for Warner Brothers stuff, it was full of Looney Tunes and Batman. And Cartoon Network merchandise. It's like the only place you could get a lot of Cartoon Network stuff. Yeah. I remember getting some of the rare Batman the animated series action figures. I remember getting the Creeper from there. Yeah. No one know remembers the Creeper. I remember in, the Creeper. Well, of course. Of course you would. <laughs> I got a Space Ghost Beanie Baby from there. Oh, wow. Excellent. A Beanie Baby yeah. or Space Ghost? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was a small plush. I don't know if there was beans inside. Okay. <laughs> oh, so you weren't you weren't getting it for it to make a financial investment? No, I got it because it's Space Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I even remember I have a VHS copy of the first Batman movie with Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. And it had an ad, instead of like previews, it had an animated ad for the Warner Brothers store Starring Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, and they were buying stuff out of the. They were buying Batman T-shirts. They were buying Batman T-shirts. <laughs> I remember out of the I catalog. That. Yeah. I have that. They should bring those back. The Disney store still exists. Yeah, they really should. Although you know, I guess online. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess. Do you remember those catalogs for like Highlander and Xena and Hercules that you could buy merchandise from? <laughs> yes. I don't. <laughs> they were the worst. Was there only one Highlander catalog? Yes. <laughs> Could there be only one? Yes. Oh, and man. if you found another one, you had to cut it in half. Oh, man. Why did I say that like Chandler Bing from Friends? Could there be only one? <laughs> there. Let's get that reboot. The yeah. Highlander with Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry's the Highlander. <laughs> Perfect. All the other friends are dead. <laughs> yeah. There can only be one. No, I mean... The one with the mystical sword? (laughs) The one with only one is the name of the episode. That's it. Yeah. Uh, But no, I mean, seriously, Looney Tunes are not what they used to be at all. I mean, Space Jam 2 can't do any more damage to the Looney Tunes brand that hasn't already been done. Do you guys remember the second live-action Looney Tunes mashup movie, Back to Action. Oh, with uh, Jenna Elfman and was it Brendan Fraser? It was Brendan Fraser. And Steve Martin as the villain doing, like, a nerd voice. And a Dalek. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the and Dalek then, and the deleted scene with yeah. all those robots at the and end. And a metal in a mutant. 
Yeah. That's probably the best part is just the old Warner Brothers uh, movie monsters that show up at the end. Yeah. But that movie was a steaming pile. It really was. It's a shame that Looney Tunes aren't as culturally known as they were. And I blame that squarely on Cartoon Network blocking their classic cartoons behind the boomerang paywall. Yeah. Because you have to pay extra for the Boomerang channel, for the classic cartoons, for what Cartoon Network used to be. Yeah, well, yeah, now Boomerang is just the shows that we watch as yeah, kids. Yeah, true. It's not even a lot of the old Hanna-Barbera stuff that it used to be. So do they need to have, like, a Boomerang for Boomerang? <laughs> really old cartoons, yeah. Well, I miss shows that Cartoon Network used to play, like, Toon Heads. Yeah. And where they just play, like, rare and classic cartoons. But they don't have that anymore. Yeah. That was kind of their Adult Swim back before Adult Swim was a thing. Is it, they would play. It kind of was. You're interesting right. Interesting old cartoons. Yeah, I remember that. Honestly, I think I still have a VHS somewhere of like just hours of like old cartoons, like old Yogi Bear, Wacky Racers. Oh, Do Wacky right. Racers, man. Lots of Looney Tunes stuff. Mostly like Roadrunner, Wiley Coyote stuff. Because those were my favorite when I was a kid. They would play, like, the old wartime Looney Tunes that are really culturally significant and interesting. Like Oh, yeah, like the stuff. one where Bugs Bunny's on that uh, that bomber plane with the, with the gremlin. The gremlin, one. that's a good one. Or the one where uh, Bugs Bunny gets shot out of a cannon and straight into Hitler's Germany. And he starts making fun of Hitler. Yeah, some of those got real insensitive towards the Japanese, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, they are racist. That's why they don't play them anymore. Out. Yeah. But, you know, dig around deep enough on the internet. They're there. Uh, yeah. And they're they're culturally significant and very interesting to they, see, you know, the way things were. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, the fact that the old Looney Tunes cartoons, there was drinking and smoking. You can't have that and nowadays. And guns. And guns. Lots of guns. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I think that's enough on Space Jam and the, uh, the cultural yeah. insignificance Space of the Jam Looney Tunes. Space Jam 2, I say bring it, do it. Why not? Bring on the Slam Jam? Yeah. <laughs> Just make it as dumb and ridiculous as the first one, and we'll laugh at it in 10 years. Well, we all believe we can fly. And update the 1996 website to have Space Jam 2 and just make it look as old and stupid. Oh, that would be... <laughs> if if their marketing department were smart, they would do exactly that. Broken links and all. Broken, Yeah, broken links, tiled background of stars. Oh, man. Go check that website out, too, by the way. It, yeah, it's... Is it what just is it? spacejam.com? No, it's warnerbrothers.com slash archive slash space jam <laughs> slash movie slash jam dot htm. <laughs> Not oh, HTML. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, to give you an idea, this website is so old it doesn't even have a MySpace. No. <laughs> no. There are no other links. Oh, man. The stellar souvenirs. Nope. Sound clips. I found sound clips. <laughs> uh, I might save those for next week. Anyways, we got to move on to some other news. So here's something interesting and not really geeky in the traditional sense. We're going to do some tech news. Uh, Windows 10 came out this week. It was a free update for, you know, anyone Anybody, who has... Yeah, who owns Windows. Pretty much. A seven, seven, a seven or eight. You can't get it if you have XP. But there was a workaround and eh, whatever. The big interesting thing that is kind of significant on our end is they've decided to start monetizing some of their integral features like Solitaire, like the Solitaire program, like just the stock standard game that comes on every computer now has ads running constantly on it. And you have to pay 
To remove the ads. To remove the ads. Because why not make money off of my grandma? Yeah. It, it gets better. Yeah, she plays Taipei, but that's beside the point. It would be bad enough. Yeah. It would be bad enough if it were just a one-time pay and be done. It's a monthly subscription, a buck forty-nine a month to remove the ads remove the ads and to get you a score booster for the different styles of solitaire. Uh, They've. Turn Solitaire into a pay-to-win game. Where's my DLC with cosmetic changes? Can I get a new deck? Can I get a new hat for my king? <laughs> give, it a, give it a hat wobble? Yeah. Can I make it so the, so the jack winks at me more often while I play? <laughs> <laughs> Different ending, alternate endings. So oh. instead of the cards falling, it does something else? I don't know. Yeah, you need to convert your, your cash into, like, Solitaire bucks or Ge- something like that. Gems. Gems. Yeah. The king's gems, the royal gems. Yeah, there you royal go. Jewels. <laughs> so you can move your cards faster. Otherwise, after you move a card, you'd have to wait five hours for it to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You only yeah. you only get so much energy to move cards. Yeah, but it's it's just ridiculous. I understand that uh, Microsoft has to come up with some kind of way to way earn the money back because Especially they're since, giving away. Yeah, Windows their, Ten is free. Yeah, but you know, Apple has been give, giving away updates to their operating systems for years and they have yet to monetize like any of their programs, you know? Yeah. That are inherently built into the operating system, I guess. Yes, but there are less programs that come inherently in your operating system. Very true. But you know what? Give it an option. You know how often I crack open solitaire on my computer? Never. Never. Yeah. I don't even know if my computer has solitaire on it. I Everyone does. Every computer has solitaire. (laughs) But just give and me the option. Sweeper. Just give me the option to not have it because yeah. I don't need it. True. And there are a lot of people who just don't need it. So I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob reference for all you people who don't know. Yeah, is Minesweeper part of this deal? I haven't heard about Minesweeper. <laughs> the hardest game I ever played in elementary. <laughs> the least fun game I've ever played. Yeah. But if you win, that smiley face wears sunglasses. He does. <laughs> Although, you know what? I always cheated and put it to like 10 bombs and like a hundred square like thing. Oh, yeah, so, so you, you just click, click one and like thing. 90% of it all disappears. And then you click another one and then you win. <laughs> I always cheated at, my, at Minesweeper. <sighs> Sam, Sam, Sam. I know. I know. But if they're going to charge monthly, then they should be giving you something monthly. I, I don't agree. know. I don't know what you can give solitaire monthly, but you got to well, do something. Well, they are giving. It's a it's a score booster, <laughs> so you can go online and post your scores and be better than everyone else at solitaire. Well, you know what I think is funny is the fact that they're giving away this update for free for Windows 10, and I think they finally wise to the fact that no, almost nobody buys Windows anymore. Everyone just gets it illicitly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that guy that has like a copy, a broken copy of Windows that you can put on your computer somewhere. Yeah, everyone knows that guy. <laughs> but I think they realize that if they give it away for free, people will actually get it. And that's what I'm doing. I yeah, mean, because otherwise people would just be like, I'm not getting that. It's different. I don't want a different operating system. But now it's like, oh, it's free. I want it. And they're actually <laughs> rolling it back. It looks a lot more closer to seven. 
then eight, yeah. eight is terrible. Oh yeah, I hate eight. I did not care for. We eight. took away the start button, and then an eight point one. We brought back the start button, but it doesn't do what it's supposed to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we got some other quick hits here. Well, the Nintendo NX announced that its first two titles are going to be two Dragon Quest games. Well, it's not. Those are the first announced games. Yes, first announced two. for the for the NX. Yes. Two Dragon Quest games. Yeah. What's the other one? Because one is the recently announced Dragon Quest Eleven. The other one's ten. Oh. Yeah, Dragon Quest Ten and Eleven are going to be on the, on the NX. But Eleven, the new one, is yes. it's going to be on the the NX if that's what they're even going to call it. I don't yeah. think we know what they're actually going to call it. Probably something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also going to be on the 3DS and the PlayStation Four. That's cool. So yeah, new Dragon Quest. Hopefully, it comes out in America. They don't seem to want to do that anymore. Yeah, they're so good though. I, I love know the Dragon they're Quest very games. good. I love Dragon Quest. I like Dragon Quest more than Final Fantasy. <laughs> True. Plus, I really like that uh, that uh, Kiryu Toyama art style. Yeah. I like the game Dragon Quest more. I like the battle screen for Final Fantasy more. I like seeing the little sprites of yeah, my like characters. The I like better than yeah. I like that a little better. But the story and you know the overall gameplay and everything. Yeah, I like Dragon Quest. The recent more Dragon well. Quest, you you can see your party members. Oh really? Yeah. Oh cool. Okay. I, I remember in eight you could see your party. Yeah, members. I think ever since eight. You well, can see, I see. stopped playing them at seven, so that would. Explain it. <laughs> yeah. Nine, nine is really good. I would recommend nine. Okay, I'll have to check that one out. Um, and you know, you know, I've never played in a long time. Dragon Warrior, like the other part of the Dragon Quest se- series. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it is the same thing. Yeah. It's just, it's just when the originals came to America, the the name Dragon Quest was already used by probably some pen and paper RPG. <laughs> yeah. Watch it was a laundromat. The Dragon <laughs> Quest laundromat. <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't get they couldn't get the rights to call it Dragon Quest, so they called it Dragon Warrior. See, I didn't know that. I thought they were like part of the same universe, but different series. Nope, it's the same game, just okay. different name. Okay. Okay, so here's uh, a news topic I kind of want to talk about. You guys know me, listeners know me. I'm not much of a wrestle guy. I don't really watch the wrestling. But you know, if you go up to anyone on the street and say, "Hey, name for me one classic." professional wrestler who are you gonna say macho Andre man randy savage <laughs> <laughs> you guys are jerks <laughs> and i expected that response thank you that was awesome the ultimate warrior ultimate warrior <laughs> ricky the dragon steamboat rick flair Woo! the iron chic <laughs> yes yeah. Anyways, what we're talking Daniel about brian Daniel bryan's a, cl- uh, a current one i know <laughs> but stardust we're just gonna say the names just of wrestlers. Saying wrestlers for the rest of the show. We're just saying the names of wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, strap in, everyone. Okay, no, what I'm talking about is Hulk Hogan, and um, you mean the real American, the real American. Well, the formerly real American, because he is being totally scrubbed from the entire history of the WWE. Like his merchandise has been pulled from their website and from stores. Any video containing him on the WWE Network has been pulled. Whoa, that's a lot of content. His his name and bio has been taken off of the website. They have decided that Hulk Hogan no longer exists. He does not exist anymore, and it's because we have no Hulk Hogan. It and it's because of you know some comments that he made on a particular video. I don't think I can get into the strict details on air, but it was it was some pretty bad stuff. But 
it's crazy that they've gone to this links to decide we are just going to cut ties with like the face of wrestling. They're wrestling. erasing him from your memories right now. Who's Hulk Hogan? What are we talking about? <laughs> like right now, Hulk Hogan is looking down at his hand like in Back to the Future. And it's, it's fading, fading out. It's fading out. <laughs> he starts playing, you know, Real American by Derringer and he like misses a chord because his hand is gone. <laughs> He's McFlying. Yes. Away. Oh my God, I feel like this needs to be made into a movie. <laughs> All I know is that I am glad I'm a proud owner of a dual disc copy of Mr. Nanny and Suburban Commandos because that is going to get me bank on eBay now that you can't you legally get, get it to, anywhere anymore. Get him to sign it. Yeah. But he has to sign it, Terry. Whatever Blina. Yeah, what his real name is. He's not allowed. He's not allowed to be called Hulk Hogan. I don't know. I probably. Yeah. Do you remember that stint when he wouldn't pay Marvel the rights for the word Hulk, and so he had to go as Hollywood Hogan in yes. the nineties? Yeah. I was actually going to mention. You know what? This whole thing with him being wiped from history looks terrible for the real American. It is great for Hollywood Hogan. <laughs> his his heel persona from the NXT. <laughs> yeah. I think it's NXT. I don't really NWO. know. NWO. NWO, where he NWO was a bad guy. White. NWO White. This works perfect. Well, was the NWO also, black too. also NWO White, also fitting, unfortunately. <laughs> For you who don't know, he made racial comments. He made some racial yeah. comments. That's what happened. But it's just weird that they're going through and just taking him completely out. It's crazy. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. Like, I've, I haven't had a whole lot of respect for Hulk Hogan ever since he had that reality show and the world learned what kind of a dirtbag he was. Well, yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't really bother me that he's gone. But it's just the the grand measures yeah, that they're taking. To the extreme that they're taking it. I mean, they've only done this one or two other times, and I can't remember the guy's name. See? That's oh, why for my memory. Yeah, you don't remember. But it was he... Uh, oh, was that one wrestler who killed his whole he family? He killed his, killed his family. Chris Benoit. They've, they completely wiped Chris Benoit from the, the records. Annals. Yeah. So. I think the only time we've ever seen like this much expunction of history is when a new pharaoh took over in ancient Egypt and completely chiseled out the previous pharaoh yeah. on the walls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is bad. Hey, you can take the real American out of wrestling, but you can't take the real American out of America. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you can't take the wrestling out of the real American. That too. <laughs> I think no. I think the Hulk Hulk Hogan is a big enough name that even if he's not part of the part of the wrestling history anymore, he's still people are still gonna. Remember. I think I think it would be funny and like if they would have had like old clips of him doing stuff, just like blur out his face, <laughs> yeah. or like yeah, digitally remove like him so it's just his mustache floating <laughs> in his sweatbands. Actually, do you think they're going to make him lose the mustache? Is the Hulk Hogan persona? property of the wwe is he going to have to go back to telly terry Bolina, the the uh uh no mustache you know nobody from california i don't know i don't know who owns who owns who, that name it's, it's pretty bad when you don't like know who owns who you are <laughs> yeah it's it's crazy when brett hitman hart left uh wwe for wcw did he get to take his hitman persona or did he have to change it like it matters. See, anyway. I don't know. See, that's wrestling. what happens when we get, you know, five people. Is there five of us? No, there's four there's of four us. There's four of us. <laughs> four people Hulk Hogan's who... in the room. We just can't see him. <laughs> yeah. To talk about wrestling, you don't watch wrestling. I have a passing knowledge of wrestling. 
I can't count, apparently. <laughs> it's okay. This room you is see, hot. We're starting to hallucinate. He's seeing someone who's not here. <laughs> yeah. Or is he really here? He's seeing between between the lines. Oh. All right. Well, I think we're all we're all starting to uh, dehydrate. So I think we're going to go ahead and cut her short here. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you for listening. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverload website. You can email us any questions or comments at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can tweet tweets at us at, at nerd underscore overload. Yep. And uh, again, we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening and have a good Hulkless day. Send water. This show was sponsored in part by Replays, Gameware, Movies, and More, and Creative Foundations. <laughs>